Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. The Oakland Police Department has now lost its seventh police chief due to an alleged cover-up of police misconduct. On Wednesday, February 15th, new Mayor Sheng Tao announced she was firing Laron Armstrong, saying, quote, Chief Armstrong has my respect and appreciation for his service to the department and to the city, but I am no longer confident that Chief Armstrong can do the work needed to continue much-needed reforms. For KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara, and this is Bay Current. As we've been reporting on KCBS Radio, the firing threatens to extend two decades of federal oversight, the longest of any police department in the country. It was set to end by this June. Now former Chief Armstrong has released a statement saying, quote, I am deeply disappointed in the mayor's decision. After the relevant facts are evaluated by weighing evidence instead of pulling sound bites from strategically inaccurate reports, it will be clear I was a loyal and effective reformer of the Oakland Police Department. But is anybody surprised? What will his next move be? And what does this mean for the future of the city of Oakland? To dig more into this, my colleague, KCBS Radio reporter Mike DeWald, caught up with KCBS Radio insider Phil Mateer. Were you surprised by the announcement uh, when, when this first came down? Well, I was. everybody was sort of taken unawares when the word of the initial report criticizing the chief surfaced. It was released by a federal judge who is overseeing the Oakland Police Department as part of the ongoing federal oversight of the department. Just roll the tape back just a little bit. About 20 years ago, uh, Oakland police uh, got a bit out of hand. There was a group called the Riders who were told basically to clean up the city, and they did so in a sort of dirty, hairy type way. And that included allegations of planting evidence on innocent people and roughing up some people. And uh, the result of that was that the department was put under a federal guideship. It had to meet certain criteria in order to come out from under that. That's 20 years and it hasn't. It made progress, it made progress. But in the last 10 years, it seems like every time they're about to cross the goal line, things change. And at first it was a sex scandal involving some of the officers at Oakland Police. Other times it had questions about how Oakland Police had handled demonstrations and use of force. And then the last two started to come down to one was questions about whether officers who had been involved in a shooting should be fired or not. 
And then this last one, which is questions about how the chief, Laurent Armstrong, handled an investigation and discipline into a sergeant who was accused of two things. One was getting into an accident with a squad car in San Francisco, non-injury. And the second one was him discharging uh, a bullet in his gun in a freight elevator at the police station. Now, that's a far cry from some of the misconduct we've seen in the past. But nonetheless, the Federal Oversight Monitor, a guy by the name of Robert Warshaw, ordered an investigation and came to the conclusion that this was, though small necessarily, was reflective of a bigger culture of trying not to, let's say, be that stern uh, disciplinarian. And that report was released and the new mayor got it just when it became public as well. And she was sort of taken aback by it. She didn't know it was coming. And she put the chief on leave. This latest decision to fire him, I can't say it came as a surprise. It had been mounting. The chief objected to the report's findings, said he was innocent, questioned the motives of the federal oversight director, saying he might be into it for the money rather than anything else. And every two years, chiefs get changed out and the consent decree continues on. Um, so all of that came swirling around. So in some ways, I'm surprised. In some ways, I'm not. The idea that the chief was going to go, that was a political decision as well as a policing one. And it's going to have some reverberations to come. Now, to have this decision come one month into the term of, a, of an incoming mayor, does that give us any insight about uh, the direction that, that she's going to go as mayor and some of the decisions she may make moving forward? Well, it's going to be interesting. Uh, right now, I would say that she's coming. That this was this was a, that's a good question. Laurent Armstrong, unlike the past uh, ten chiefs, was deeply rooted in Oakland. I mean, he grew up in Oakland. Uh, the other chiefs either were from elsewhere or lived elsewhere, and uh, that's an interesting one because he has a lot of support, especially among the African American community in Oakland. Now they don't have the numbers as they used to have, but they are vocal and they are uh, upset about his being fired. Um, so she says she had no choice in, and she has been big on reform. It wasn't long ago, it was a couple of years back that she was in chorus with the defund the police movement. That changed when she opted to run for mayor and it became, let's go find as many cops as we can. So we're not sure where she's going to stand on that. We're not sure where she stands on a lot of things. It's because this is just the first we have, um, Three big issues facing Oakland. One is public safety, and we're seeing or waiting to see exactly what she's going to do about that because she has to find a new chief. The second one is uh, the homelessness situation in Oakland, which seems to be getting worse. And now they, we found out that the head of the Department of Homelessness has exited the Oakland city government, so she needs to find somebody to handle that job. And the third one is the Oakland A's ballpark at Howard Terminal. And the lead negotiator on that, uh, Ed Reskin, uh, the city administrator, has left as well just the other day, uh, heading off to Santa Cruz. Now we're going to have acting and interim uh, leaders in all those departments. But as far as the direction goes, that remains to be seen. She spoke very progressive terms when running for mayor. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that handles uh, in the reality of the sidewalks and concrete. Now, as it relates to the police department, you know, we hear about the, the divisions and you know, the divisions on the council, the divisions within the police commission. Is that what is that contributing to this sort of revolving door of police chiefs within the department? 
Uh, I don't think that that is contributing to it as much as it's the federal oversight is contributing to the revolving door. We have to be honest. Up until Lauren Armstrong, everybody had sort of been in reluctant agreements, sort of shaking their heads, going, "I, I, I guess, uh, you know, I, I, I will, we'll try get a new chief." Uh, we, we can't have racist and sexist jokes going around in the text between police officers. This time, it's different because the divisions are becoming um, visible, you know, and that's the change. Is that what was in the shadows is coming out into the forefront and uh people are openly saying okay the the police department isn't perfect but you know we've got you know i mean you know the latest move there is they're going to allow businesses to put traffic barriers like we see on the highways up in front of their stores so that people don't drive in and smash through the windows to rob them i mean that's that's a statement And, and so people's concerns go beyond just, you know, whether it's constitutional policing, they want that, but they also want the Constitution to protect them. Now, there is some argument, some segment of the community is arguing that, you know, the federal oversight is why these came to light in the first place. Uh, Do you think that may extend the federal oversight or is that is the city still looking to exit that? The city's still looking to exit that, but uh, it'll probably be extended for a couple of months. Uh, The city is still looking to exit it. And, uh, you know, even one of the chief attorneys uh, uh, represent that brought the original suit against the department thought that uh, Armstrong's uh, didn't deserve to be fired. Uh, The other attorney who uh, uh, brought the lawsuit uh, said, in fact, it it was a good sign that the reform was still going on. So it's going to be we don't know, because every time, like I said, what we hear constantly over the years is. We're about to get there. It really looked good, but this came up. And this just changes. The topic changes. And this latest one, people are going, wait a minute. Is is this rise to that level? The monitor appears to think so. The mayor agrees. And that's the way it is. And now, so on the other side of things, you know, we've seen some of the rallies in support of now former chief Laurent Armstrong. I I believe there's even uh, probably somewhat small call for you know, recall of the mayor a month in. Uh, do you think that's premature? Is that something that can grow if this takes hold? How do you think the, the dynamics on that evolve? Well, I'll tell you, you know, here is, you know, a couple of one of the, some basic lessons in politics, and they're kind of like lessons in life. And uh, the, one of the first is your first impression is the one that lasts and like it or not. And, uh, you know, you can get a good rap or you can get a bum rap. And Mayor Xing Tao got handed a real tough one. Some people will see her as acting strong and that will work in her favor. Others will see her as uh, just being sort of confused or not acting uh, strong and standing up to the federal monitor. And that will hurt her. There's also the dynamic, as you said, um, the people uh, were out uh, protesting and they were largely from the African-American community. The NAACP has been very vocal on that. So that comes into play as well. Um, all of these things swirl around. It's going to be uh, tough for the mayor. One thing is for certain now, is no matter where we talk to, is that going into this, she had a police chief that she had supported. And she was very vocal about that, that she continued thought that 
Lorraine Armstrong was doing a good job. Um, now she has said he's out. So now she, in fact, becomes the de facto public safety person. She owns that issue now. It may not be fair. It happened to her mayor, Libby Schaap, as well. The most important, one of the most important decisions a mayor makes is the hiring of a police chief and the firing of a police chief, whether it be Willie Brown, uh, Eric Garcetti down in Los Angeles, or Xing Tao in Oakland. And you have to take it from there. And this is one that she's going to be living with. Now, as far as the future goes for Leron Armstrong, uh, how do you see that that playing out? You know, we know he's assessing his legal options. Is there a scenario where he ends up back on the job? What do you think that looks like for him? No, I, th- I don't think we could see him getting back on the job. Um, he might looking for uh, a possible airing of the report, a public airing of the report and questioning of the report, because, you know, he has a reputation as well. And he is being uh, painted and uh, found to be have been fired for mishandling something. And that's going to, you know, really limit him going forward, his career possibilities. Uh, I think at this time you're talking settlement, although he will get a, I don't know what exactly his contract calls for as far as uh, uh, separation pay. He'll get something on that because he was dismissed without cause. In other words, they just said he fired, not giving reasons. He might. So we're talking about hearing and possibly uh, maybe some financial uh, restitutions. But even Ann Kirkpatrick, um, who was the earlier chief who was fired by Mayor Libby Schaap, she came back with a whistleblower suit saying that she'd been fired because she, in part, uh, did not grant favors to police commissioners. She won her suit. And, you know, that was an embarrassment for the city. And it cost him as well. But it didn't get Ann Kirkpatrick her job back. And now to close out here, if you're Mayor Shang Tao, what's the best case here? What What is the, I guess, the best outcome moving into what is going to be a lengthy and, and probably difficult process? The best outcome is for her and what she can cross her fingers for is that things don't get worse on the streets of Oakland. That right now we're in the winter or in the spring and it's moving into summer and summer things get worse. Uh, She can hope that we don't have the chronic sideshows, that you don't have the uh, uh, killings on the streets or the robberies caught on videos, that endless stream, which have become more and more commonplace, that you don't have a police misconduct. In other words, that if things stay relatively calm until she can get a new chief... And then when she gets a new chief, but getting a new chief is not going to be easy. Uh, first, she's got to get a city administrator in there. She's got to work with the Oakland Police Commission, which are not unified in her decision. And they come up with a list of candidates after a national search that has to be launched. So we're talking months and months. It doesn't appear like she's got somebody at the police department that was quick to go in. And, you know, that can really put you in the spotlight for a long time. So the best outcome she can have is that things stay quiet until she finds a new chief and that that new chief works out in some tremendous way that all is good. And the odds of that are slim. Special thanks to Mike DeWald and Phil Mateer. For more Bay Area stories, please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.